quick announcement, everyone. Um, the Main Growers Marketplace and Independent Diamond Brokers are putting on our holiday social the first Thursday in December, which happens to be the first day of December, in Portland from 5 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, join us to be social during the holiday season and to sign yearbooks. I know myself, I have worked pretty hard on this yearbook. For those that submitted weed words and stoner slang, congratulations. Some of them, in fact, ended up in the yearbook. Uh, pick up a copy then. That is our release party. Um, there are a variety of tickets available. Uh, $50 gets you food and parking. $70 gets you food, parking, and a yearbook. Huh? And $85 includes food, parking, a yearbook, and an event bag to put, you know, whatever you pick up at this event in a bag and not stuff in your pockets. Um, you could be there. I will be there. Imagine the possibilities. And those possibilities include me writing dad jokes in all of your yearbooks. So please, please come to this event. Tickets are on sale. Um at independentdiamondbrokers.com slash holiday dash social. Sorry, maingrowersmarketplace.com slash holiday dash social. See you there. Hello and welcome to Potlucky, a Weed Sommelier podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host and Weed Sommelier. I review strains, recommend things to munch on, and talk to guests about their history with weed. I'm located in southern Maine, where it is legal medically and recreationally. Um, greetings. I do not have a guest today or anyone else to introduce. Um, I could introduce myself again, but I feel like that would be a waste of time. You could just listen to the intro again. Um, I'm going to briefly sommelier a product and its packaging because this is taking place the week after Thanksgiving. This is essentially the Thursday of the month. People have been traveling, are still traveling, are currently traveling home. Um, it was a it was a clusterfuck trying to schedule people. Um, hopefully, there will be a game show episode pretty soon. Um, that would be that would be incredible. If anyone is interested in being a contestant, please contact me at Potlucky Podcast on Instagram. Let's do this. I picked up a, oh my gosh, where is the label? I Snozzleberry. Nope, sorry. Yep, Snozzberry. Snozzberry uh, vape tube from Green Truck. They were having a sale the other day, and I believe I got to use my points. Like, I had enough for the first time to uh, finally, finally break those out and get myself a little treat. I really like this new packaging, um, and I, I do want to review this product maybe again at some point because I'm not going to go very deep today because once again I have been I've been cooking all month I have been I've been making sauces and gravies and stock and I am tired so this is what you guys are going to get I'm going to share some of the poems that I've written um at least one um called training day which I actually read out loud at Opre um in Portland or Opres I'm not quite sure how to say it um, at an open mic night, um, and everyone clapped and seemed to enjoy it. Someone told me I should make it a children's book, despite the, you know, the swearing and the, uh, the inherent violence in this poem. Um, but you guys will hear about that, uh, more later. Um, Green Truck Labs, they recently switched from, I believe it was plastic tubes for their dab cartridges, but they, they have something funky fresh right in front of me right now. It reminds me of a spiritual cousin to that logo 
um, everyone had in the 90s, that kind of purple and blue wildberry pop-tarty looking design. Um, I, I don't know if there's a, there's a name for that. I'll have to look that up. Um, I like this a lot more because most of it is cardboard and it is triangular. It has a really like a nice hand feel to the box. I am not sure entirely if it's recyclable. I asked and the person assumed so. Um, but we know happen. We know what happens when we assume. I think there might be styrofoam inside to hold the dab tube in place, and that would make sense so it wouldn't get crushed. Um, I don't know if you can recycle styrofoam or if that's just some kind of cardboard I'm not familiar with. I really enjoyed using this vape tube. I picked this up a couple of days ago from Green Truck when they were having a I don't know Brown Thursday. What's before Black Friday? Gray Thursday. Um, they were having a sale, so I picked it up. Um, it has a very berry-like flavor. Um, there's not more information on the product. Well, I mean, I went into a dispensary to get this, so I know where to look for information. Um, but it didn't say why it tastes so good. Um, I don't know if people are adding, like, glycerin, like in, you know, traditional vapes that are for, um, tobacco, nicotine. Um, or if this is, like, you know, some kind of terpene hybrid that really, really tastes like blue raspberry. Um, going for like a, an image in my mind, it tasted like drinking a generic lavender color liquid in a funky cup. I'm talking like 90s funky, hammer pants funky. Um, I think it's very cute. I like that it has, you know, you can stand it up and display it and it looks, it looks impressive. It looks like, uh, it's, it's already in a gift box and it has a little truck ready to go on the bottom. Um. For me, it was a little bit difficult to open initially, but once you get it out of the box, I don't imagine too many people are, uh, you know, putting it back in there for safety reasons. I actually do know one person, uh, my friend Dylan, that does that, but um, he hasn't seen these cards yet, so I'll have to ask him what he thinks. Thank you, Green Truck. Moving on. Time for a poem break. Before I read this poem, quick shout out to Shell Silverstein and the Great Smoke Off. Huge inspiration behind this piece. Um, here we go. From worlds away they rolled into sea, a danger to the riveter, Misters Henry and Dolly. The track was set, the sitter called, tickets scrimped and paid, to attend the event, locals knew simply as training day. Slick machines, oiled and greased, pumping iron, lifting weights for the honor of a lifetime, cross-country hauling freight. Mouth protector kettle catchers moved aside for glowing coals. Only the first to return will have their story told. Those in attendance near the front spy beyond the smoke, the yard yoked with local yokels yearning to be provoked. Behind the stands, newer models smog and congregate, their wiper plates grooving to the high beams on that Panama City license plate. Off to the side, an entrepreneur offloading on some poor saps, and for half again more, he'll throw in the matching hubcaps. A peeling bell paused racers in their paces, alerting those among the brave to finalize their places. Silence among muscle cars, engines, tow trucks, and things that go. A single man among them stands, the Gran Turismo Omologato. With a glance at his timepiece, their trials begin, but only the first to return can win. Ballast frung flee by a furious pace set by the car pope at the front of this race. Pistons pumping, power steering pell-mell, 
Only one in ten made it through the roundabout unassailed. Boiler to bolster, buffer to bumper, big rigs, town cars, pre-eye torn asunder. Steering wheels slipping, front tires gripping air, a cacophony of shearing metal and broken glass, viewers unaware. Those that were left were dragged back to square one. Those that survived shot off towards the mountain. Only a handful remain, drenched from the pummel, leaving silence outside as they go through the tunnel. Below the track, nearly as fast do they chop-chop, decimated to dedicated, the men talk shop. Scrape off the detritus, salvage what's left, they build up the body, the train knows what's best. Whistling screams where the seams have gone wrong, the ghost in the machine and choir sing along. It's better to be here than left behind, and until we are, the best by far is rolling down the line. From a, the cavern emerges a cloud of smoke, and leading the line, the fucking car pope. A beater, a clunker, jalopy, and junker, ripping ass mere feet behind Jesus Christ's bumper. Kit and Christine are smashed to the dickens, beyond them, a clown shoe defeats an entire flock of screaming chickens. The last hill is crested, and now all can spy what awaited the one who'd be first in line. There lay the cars, stacked neatly in bulk, carrying metals, minerals, paper, and pulp. Energy and agriculture, silent automobiles, chemicals, equipment, and construction materials. The carpope ahead, but not totally alone, as holdout tires and fan belts go blown, attached to his bumper by accidental maneuver, blue handles dry-rotted, a bent razor scooter. Since time out of mind and place immemorial, no two wheels alone have aced the tutorial, but quads be damned to the smoke box attached, two little blue handles in the train become matched. With all due haste, the race is done. The track soon with weeds overrun, and things decay as they want to do, till the next host is chosen from the gullible few. I would also like to say, I should have said this before, um, but this, uh, this poem takes place in what I'd like to think of as one adjacent to the Cars universe. Um, this next one I wrote was for a friend, um, former friend, you know, the kind of friendships where you drift apart over time. Um, for Kayla, I've, I've already sent this to you and told you the backstory, so I hope you're okay with me sharing it. It's called Happy Birthday. Affection doesn't have to be that hard. Love is the thing inside of a birthday card purchased months in advance or hours behind. This thing in your hand proves your presence in someone's mind. And I'm sorry, I know it's rotten, but you are among the things I'd forgotten. But wait, just a turn away in sight, a dollar general, lantern fish bulb still alight. I grabbed the best one I could find, and on its puppies drew our hairlines. I thought you deserved more. It turns out we both did. I asked every cashier I talked to to sign. I went to total strangers, waited in lines. I filled out that card as best I could. And with winged feet, I went to your neighborhood. Love is not the thing underneath hope in the soul, the talons, the beak, the mucus, every hole, is the low self-esteem that kept us together when going our separate ways would have been better. I walked into your room and gave you a hug along with the envelope battered and snug. Of your responses, I recall not a word, but of this from you, I have learned. You can't love someone into treating you the way you deserve. When I cleaned out under your bed and behind your door, I found us trampled on your floor. I should never have had to fight for respect, and for far too long, 
I believe I had deserved all of it. This next poem, um, I do not have a name for my sister and my best friend in the whole wide world, Kate Lane, call it the sexy cat poem. Um, spoiler alert, um, it's especially appropriate considering my, uh, my cat just jumped up in my lap. So I'm, I'm taking this as Roger's choice. At my back door you scratch and then waltz on in, the ankle height patch of sunlight setting. I take down the broad bowl, the ones designed for times like this. I set it on the cool floor and wait patiently for you to finish. You're a stray like me, desolate, longing for company. I offer you my shoulder and open my bed humbly. You climb on top, the deed already in your pocket. I set out a timid hand, preparing my limb for you to box it. The curls of your underbelly open up to my moving palm. A paw lands on my wrist, warning of incoming claws. But only sometimes we go forth. Sometimes you curl up in a bubble of your own warmth, and all I can do is watch. The sun spins my clock, and try as I might, you do not spend the night, despite all doors open a crack. You leave as you came, quietly. No heralds found. I stand by the back door as you depart, listening to the sound. This next poem, I was inspired by um, a beautiful goth that had I had seen while trying to park my car. Um, I don't know if this is catcalling, they seemed very receptive and told me that they loved me, and that felt pretty good. Their outfit was incredible, their look was on point, and I needed them to know how much I loved their outfit. Um, and this was the poem that was inspired. After that event, I wrote my phone number down and went out to try to find them. Um, it did not work, unfortunately. <sighs> Maybe sometime. Uh, Beach Goth, if this is you, please contact me, I would love to be your friend. You were a vision in teal and black, half-shade head, lipstick, the whole bag. I shouted out my window that you were amazing and I wished you well, but I don't know your name and that bums me out. I circled the block and on the way back, I told you how much I wanted to clap. You told me you loved me and that's all we'll get because I drove too fast and you're probably from Massachusetts. I bolted home and wrote down my number with a wistful heart above the eye. I walk the beach in search of you, but perhaps we'll meet on other tides. Uh, the last poem I'm going to share with you folks this week is called Kno Children, with uh, the K and the W um, in parentheses, meaning you could be read with or without it. Um, it was, of course, inspired by the Mountain Goats Kno Children. Um, uh, it's also a song on our my, my band's EP, um, the family album, Womb Spooners uh, at Bandcamp. I, I believe you can find it there if it's still up. Um, if you'd like to hear me singing this, um, that's where you can find it. But here's me speaking it and wishing you folks a pleasant evening. I am justified in thinking that no nests will be built in the hollows of my hip bones. Leave these barren halls alone. There will be no children, no empty nest, no emptiness. I know my waist will not see the squalls of children damp, their hands jammed in tight, not enough to catch me, just to leave hung to dry. There will be no children, no empty nest, no emptiness. I have no need of being told what my body could possibly hold. I was built from mud to make a difference, ignore descendants, leave my shoes by the door, leave no marks on the floorboards, 
There will be no children, no emptiness, no emptiness. I have a ragged right margin, not marginalized. I request the vines to grow, reclaim the ground, hallowed and shadowed, over the remnants of what I was to be, ones that find handholds in marble and ivory. There will be no children, no empty nest, no emptiness. There will be no children. And that is all I have for you folks this week. I hope that wasn't too big of a letdown, if a letdown whatsoever. I appreciate you folks listening this far, if you've gotten this way. Um, I'm going to tell you a joke as a reward for finishing this episode. Um, why, why do chicken coops only have two doors? Because if they had four, they'd be a chicken sedan. That is all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Our theme music is The Irish Washerwoman as arranged by Maylee Charles. You can find Potlucky on Apple Music, Google Music, and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page. Feel free to post pictures of your smoking materials and tag me in them at Potlucky Podcast. Like what we do and want to see us grow? Consider supporting us on Acre.fm. There is a 99 cent option I encourage you to check out. You will hear from me next week. Actually, you won't because we're going on um, our regular hiatus between, you know, the first half of the season, and the second half of the season. You can look forward to hopefully me interviewing musicians, going on location and doing, you know, weedy activities that keep the world turning um, and perhaps even some game shows if I can find guests. Uh, you will hear from me next next week. Good night or good morning or good afternoon. Why does only, like, you know, one of those mean goodbye and the other two mean hello? Something to think about. I can feel it big getting in.